Last time on the talent agency. Uh, so, uh, what is a uh, neon hand like wearing today? How's she chilling in this edit suite? Well, as you know, she's had the uh, recent branding update, so she's no longer the neon hand. Oh, re um, rebranded herself as Data Vontes. Oh, speaking of company, um, I did figure that, you know, since uh, you and the others that I've previously hired uh, have done me quite a solid of finding this place, that I will give you the honour of naming this entirely fake company. Phantom Arts and Entertainment? Phantom Arts Entertainment, okay. Yeah, I can work with that. If you happen to know any other people you can put on the, on the uh, books, he quote-unquote, that would be that would be sensible. Um, I think I do recall there was a, a, a darling woman there. Um, excuse me. That is this. That's part of the latest collection you're wearing on your neck. It's ever so shiny. Well, of course it's here. I do work for them, my dear. No, I know. Oh, I just, what are you doing here? I I'm doing so much. Uh, part of the makeup team. Oh, prepared on the feet to the help. I'm glad that you're all here. It's nice to meet you, uh, Raz. Raz Matar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, it was an escort mission essentially, right? Uh, yeah, so you are going to be told. looking after Johnny and Leah yeah, that's, that's, for okay. mediocre pay. That's fine, okay. Uh, God Helmet is an, uh, like an anarchist noise wave musician. They uh, have never been seen without their oversized and historically inaccurate helmet. Perfect kind of candidate for somebody who I think would be amenable to doing something if it feels like they would be sticking it to the man if you frame it in just the right way. So we just need them to kind of encounter each other. And there happens to be a club night at the Black Box. Um, as you uh, start to make your way into the building, you're, there's like a little um, <coughs> chamber before you make your way in. and. Uh, there is a lady in a uh, leather dress and a big mohawk hair do saying right before you make your way in, part of the God Helmet experience is that you need to have the God Helmet technology before you enter in, so please take these God Helmet helmet sets, helmet sets, TM, 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 um, so you are ready for the experience and they hand you something that looks like a Dragon Ball Z skeleton. Listen up, everyone. We've just been informed that there's an unknown virus attacking all clubs. Symptoms have been said to be heavy breathing, wild dancing, coughing. So when you hear the sound, run for cover, motherfucker. This is The Talent Agency. that Dutch. Ah, last time we saw our runners, Papaya, Data Vontes, previously the Neon Hand, and Raz Mataz, uh, employed, now officially part of the entirely fake studio, Phantom Art Entertainment. 
their first mission under this new guise is to look after 90s boy band revival pop star Johnny Antlier as he goes to the very seedy-looking black box nightclub to meet anarchist musician God Helmet, all caps. Uh, so far, they have just arrived at the venue, put on some mysterious God Helmet earpieces, TM, 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 and are about to go and rock out to the loud, blasting beats that are pulsing from the depths of this club. So the uh, camera follows you as you walk down the stairs, the uh, sides of this uh, of this black staircase covered in uh, metallic graffiti that stand out in the kind of like raving lights from down below. It's still actually pretty early. It's maybe about half eleven, and already you can kind of feel slight beads of sweat on the wall. It's like people are already partying hard. Um, you also kind of wonder, since this is immediately below the Shard Arcology, uh, whether generators are up there and making this place even hotter than it would be otherwise. It's, it's loud, but um, since most of you kind of have uh, vocal messaging systems within your comms, it's relatively easy for you to speak to each other. In passing, um, during the kind of limo ride down, the Mr. Johnson, Larry Sellers, gave you the contact address of Johnny Antlia, much to his protest. Uh, it's his business uh, contact, so not his personal. Whether he picks up calls that you give to him uh, remains to be seen, but he might be able to see... He tries to get your attention and can't... When you don't respond because it's too loud, he calls you on that number, being like, I'm thirsty! Go get me a drink and also find where I'm supposed to be seating because I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to get a pretty good view of this God Helmet guy. Guy? I think. And as you kind of move into the general club space, it's actually multi-tiered. It's almost kind of like a theatre space, but in a nightclub. So there is an upper balcony, some of which are private rooms with windows or open air bits looking, well, open air, quote unquote, um, looking onto the kind of stage area below. It's both um, got a large main stage area sound system with a large catwalk that kind of pierces through the kind of like standing pit. There are already people thrashing away to a, a DJ playing a... It's both trap and death metal. It's like death trap. Hey, that's a rad genre that has to absolutely be on like SoundCloud. I'm going to look that up later. There is a, there are multiple bars on the left and right side of the stage, but there are also kind of like hover drones that are carrying, um, large trays around. They seem to actually be pretty sturdy because people are kind of grabbing onto the trays and being lifted up a little bit and drinks on it are kind of clattering around. Um, somebody hangs on for a little too long and there's a zzz sound and he lets go, shaking his hands um, in pain as he falls back into the crowd and the crowd parts and he painfully hits the floor. Um, it's pretty raucous in here. Yes. Uh, yes, this is a... <clears throat> A little outside my usual taste, I suppose. We're being paid for. Keeps at least a foot behind, like uh, uh, no more than about two foot behind Johnny. Mm-hmm. He, but he's 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 shadowing him. Mm. 
everywhere he's going and yeah. probably making an absolute nuisance of himself. It's fine. Um, he's he's already kind of like, well, if you're going to be staring at me, you can all make yourselves like useful, I guess. All right. So I want a drink. I want it to be like fucking hardcore. I want the strongest booze that I'm not normally allowed to drink when I'm on the job. So I want it to be real fucking hard. And I want somebody to go find where I'm sitting. That's really important. Like... Yeah, I need a good view, so you best find where I'm going to be sitting. And also, I don't want to be seen here with just my lonesome and a whole bunch of babysitters, whatever. Find somebody super hot that I can go hang with in my box place, right? So, like, get to it. And we are going to enter turn order. So, we're going to go uh, Papaya, and then we're going to go uh, Data Vontaze. I keep accidentally almost calling you Neil on hand in my head, but Data Vontaze is a really good pun name, so I should remember to call you that all the time. And then we're going to then go to Resmataz. So, Papaya, uh, you've been given, like, instructions on what to do. Yeah, so the first thing I do is I grab hold of Johnny's arm. I say, I am your arm candy tonight, so if you would just shut up and look pretty... And I'm stalking off towards where I know the private boxes are. Make a strength check. Strength check. Yeah, just just strength on its own. Uh, one. Yeah, uh, there's a bit, the big back and forth of pulling, and then he's almost kind of like you're dragging me squeaking along the ground <laughs> as, as he pulls, and then eventually starts relenting and starts walking off. Um, so you've been to this club before? Yes. Very okay. briefly, back in my earlier days. Uh-huh. But I don't want to make it too known, so I'm sort of looking around furtively like I don't know where I'm going. Okay, okay, okay. I will say... Give me a plot point, and you know the, you know the layout of this place, and also like how it's changed from what it looked like previously. Yep. So, uh, yeah, give me, a, give me a bit of a rundown. How's this place changed? So, back when I used to frequent it, the... Tears were all very open, there weren't any private boxes then, mm-hmm. and normally upstairs is where people just went and shagged. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> whilst overlooking the stage, as it were, mm-hmm. so I'm sort of dragging him round the backstage up the still quite sticky and rather generally unpleasant stairs. Because <laughs> I, I know we have a box up there, and I'm sort of trying to remember which one is the fanciest and therefore the one we're most likely to be in. Mm-hmm. And it is the middle one with the most perfectly direct view over the stage. I drag him in and sort of shove him through the door. Okay. As you um, you open the door and spread the plot point to make people arrive on the scene, so as you burst into this box room, you find that there are uh, three people already in the room. And uh, they are all kind of, they're all huddled together on a kind of, a large kind of, it's a large bed kind of set up, lots of cushions, like it's designed to, no mattress, because if you spilt a drink, that would suck, but it's all very, very cushioned, they're just kind of laying out of it, the shoes are off, and uh, they are all um, smoking, not vaping, which is unusual, actually, kind of, um, and they are very rudely, uh, uh, being rudely interrupted by people bursting into the room, they kind of whirl around at you, being like, ah, oh, who's this? Uh, this is... Our box, um, what are you doing in here? Says fucking you, mate. I, uh, oh we booked this place in advance. Uh, me and my, uh, general cohort, says one of them kind of, uh, sitting up. He, uh, has a top hat on 
it really doesn't suit the rest of his attire. I think he, he you can tell that he's wearing it to be a little bit more uh, dandy and jammy dodgerish than the general attire is uh, suggesting. It's like, so mate, I think y'all should just sod off. I think you are going to be the one sodding off because we have this room because this he. Yes, we need to see God Helmet, and this has already been booked in advance, and I don't believe you can help pay off. Uh, another of the, the three kind of, like, stands up, and he's very obviously, like, swaying. Oh, I think you should fuck off before we make you fuck off, mate. What are you going to do? Vomit on me. <clears throat> he pauses, being like, do I want to vomit? <laughs> No, I will not be open to vomit. I'm angry. I'm angry. If I'm going to angry, I'm angry vomit. Um, and they, he staggers off, off the bed. And then upon, um, the other two just kind of look at each other and be like, oh, we're just going to like fucking fight now, are we? And they both get up as well and then start advancing towards the two of you. Uh, Johnny immediately is kind of, he, he freezes. He actually doesn't kind of know what to do. Right, okay, so how close are they to us? Uh, in the realm of Shadowrun Anarchy mechanics, they are near, so they are not in close combat range. You can move into close combat range. I think I shall. So I am going to go for the one which probably easiest to take down. I'm going to go for the drunk swaying person. Yeah, the drunk swaying person. He's bald. Um, he has like a ton of kind of like piercings around one ear and then a massive gold hoop earring because gold hoop earrings are fucking rad. And then, uh, he's like open shirt with the kind of like, he's got a big like tattoo across his chest of some animals and narwhal. He has a narwhal tattoo on his chest. He's a bit nautical actually, this guy. Into it. I want that tattoo Yeah, uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that guy, and he's he's swearing at you. He's carrying a bottle of grog because we're committing to this bit. <laughs> what do? I just stare at him, just sighing deeply, and then just with the back of my hand, fling out my hand with my claws. Okay, you're gonna go make a close combat roll. Okay, go go for it. Go I don't for it. Oh, do you not have close combat? I have. Yeah, oh, then it's just it's, it's a base agility roll with modifiers. Um, how many successes? Two. Uh, you hit in excess of one. Uh, because you have really sharp nails, claws, uh, you can choose to w- whether you want to do physical or stun damage to this target. We'll go for physical. Okay! Might as well. So uh, the base damage of your claws is? Three. So uh, since you hit in excess of one, you deal him... For physical damage, you backhand him and then the tips of the claws kind of rake across the side of his face and he screams and goes to his, he goes to his knees and is holding the Swiss game. Ah! And uh, with that, the guy with the uh, top hat is in alarm. He's like, oh, mate! And he pulls off, his, he pulls off his, his, his cap and he doffs it against its leg and it flattens and then he starts to charge at you with it, at which point we go and cut to Scotia. Uh, sorry, to, uh, to Data Vontaze. Um, having given the instruction that he wants alcohol, I've made my way to the bar. Mm-hmm. It's time to assume for most of this time to get the attention of one of the bartenders. This bar is absolutely packed. There are so many people in front of it, and you have the feeling that if you're going to wait patiently for your turn, it's going to take forever. Oh, I didn't wait patiently. I have tased someone who is in front of me and slowly 
dropped into the ground. <laughs> oh no, okay. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have. So, how are, we, how are we doing this? Are we doing this quiet or are we doing this loud? Oh no, it would have been very, very stealthy. I would have, like, sidled up to them and just into the side. Okay, so if we're doing this quietly, I'm going to have you make a stealth roll, or if you have a skill that exists that you can fit that, that you can... I think stealth is fine. Okay, cool. Two successes. Yeah, um, as you uh, stick uh, your taser into this poor unfortunate raver, um, they start to scream quite loudly and you clap a hand over their mouth, but it's still a very loud... And um, the people kind of like in your immediate radius kind of turn around to look at you. I think he's having a bad reaction to something. And they just kind of like look at each other and uh, one, uh, they're kind of like, fuck, well, people kind of, uh, a sense of kind of community kind of takes hold. You know, none of them have any medical training, but they also uh, didn't want this. This is a rowdy night. The death the community is a tight one. Yeah, you know, they they don't want any of their fallen comrades, yeah. comrades specifically being a word they use, um, to uh, fall. So they they start they kind of almost um, crowd surf crowd surf them <laughs> away into the distance, and a layer of people have been removed. But there's still quite a few people there. You can decide to repeat that trick if you like. <laughs> Just well, look at all the reactions. Your way. <laughs> <laughs> Must be something bad in the drinks, everyone. Don't get drinks. I mean, I'm really tempted to. It works so well the first time. No, I think... You're about two layers deep now. Oh, God. It's going to take a while. Uh, she's not the most patient. Um, yeah, I think she would do it one more time. Okay, are you going to do that stealthily again? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I was like, have you seen what happened to that poor... And then, as she's pointing to the guy getting crowd surfed, just under her own arm. Just is take this is not guy. person. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, no successes. That yeah, no, they, 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 uh, they see it this time. <laughs> oh, my pocket defibrillator. I uh-huh. <laughs> she did it. It was her. Get her. And they, they, they there's a, a, a bunch of people that are immediately well Like, get who? Get who? Let's fucking thrash, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that one. And I'm going to use, um, I'm going to try and con them to convince them that it's someone else. Okay. And then sink back into the crowd. Mm-hmm. So con is charisma plus two. So that's six. One, two, three, <coughs> four successes. Uh, this is against people, so I have to work against that. Yeah, they believe you. Yeah. They, they, they figure it's another random person who's like looking around like, what, me? Me? It's like, yeah, Johnny Taser, we knew that you liked to fucking tase people. And they just dogpile Johnny, poor Johnny Taser. Lightning patches on yeah, every just, just kind of, Yeah, it's just, <laughs> there's like a, like a kind of like Tesla effect going on. It's, uh, it's just, it wasn't me! It wasn't, and they, they, and there's, there's a loud amount of like, th- they just start thumping this poor dude. Uh, in the background in the vague distance and slightly higher up you hear a scream and uh, with that we we cut to Raz Uh, Raz as I said was a couple of feet behind uh, Johnny at all times so he stood at the doorway to this box room and watched all this happen and now he's kind of thinking the situation needs to be diffused before we get our asses thrown out because yes we have reservations but we don't really have 
permission to be assaulting people necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I, uh, I can open this up to like speak or whatever. Right? Oh yeah, no, t- talking to each other isn't sure. a narration that's, turn thing. So you can fine. chat well, to yeah. everybody just fine. So yeah, basically, uh, if I talk to you, feel free to talk back. <laughs> Raz kind of sighs, but sort of. He didn't entirely not expect this situation, as Papaya has been in the papers a few times for her violent streaks. So he... he, uh, he hold on, is that a thing you want to be real? <laughs> it is, but she tries to ignore it. Okay, just okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I assume. Um, no, I know, I know. But yes, that's, she that's, has flaws, she gets drunk, yeah, I, things I, happen. Exactly, I can't wait things to go, but I, I assumed it was probably already there. Yeah. Um, so uh, Raz walks into the room and says... Uh, gentlemen, I believe there's been a misunderstanding. Uh, what what number was your room? How? Wait. Uh, where where are you? This I'm, is you I'm, having I'm, followed Papaya. Yeah, so I'm actually in the doorway to the room. I, I stood back and I didn't do anything okay, up cool. until this moment. So, so yeah, just, sorry, that, that was placing it in my sorry, own head. Yeah. So, so she's attacked the guy yeah. who came at her. The other two are getting up and I'm just now stepping into the room saying, Gentlemen, there, there appears to be a misunderstanding. What, what number was your room? You hear a you hear a faint yelling in the distance. Fuck you, Johnny Taser! <laughs> simultaneously, and the uh, which one, which one of these three are you addressing? I'm kind of addressing the two that stood up that weren't. Oh, they're, they're all stood up. There is another Sorry, lady no. who's further back who hasn't really said anything. Yet, okay, no. But, there's right. a third person, don't worry. I'm, I'm addressing essentially everyone but the drunkard. Uh, okay. He's currently clutching his face, I assume, and screaming. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just, well, I presume I'd address the woman because she's been quite calm and passive in the situation. Yeah. Um, by comparison with the guy who's got, oh, we're going to fight then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that is who I'm addressing the question to. Uh, I'm grim. And she's like, does it. But we were here like fun. That's that's not how these things work, you see. I'm, yeah, look, I, I I think this isn't actually your room. I think you're actually in the next one over. Um, well, if you kind of like refreshed my memory, she says, rubbing her fingers together, I'd remember what room we were in. Whilst I understand your situation, you have to realise you you do know who these people are, don't you? Yeah, they're the people who are interrupting. Oh, about to throw you out like... of your room physically unless you follow through. Papaya's there with her claws going to be in and out. She's like staring at you. Like, oh. <sighs> how, how much did those cost to put in? Because that's fucking wild. More near than you make in a year, my dear. Uh, look at you trying to be all like bougie. Like, where do you think you are? Black box. If you're fucking poor. You would like, like to find another room. I could perhaps facilitate a round of drinks for you and your friends. In the great words of Nicki Minaj, fuck you, pay me. Is alcohol not payment where you come from? I'm sorry, I just... I thought we were friends here. No, I'm trying to negotiate my way out of this, so... That, okay, yeah. then you know, let's make a <laughs> negotiation yeah. roll. <laughs> um, to defuse the situation, mm. I am negotiating. Mm-hmm. How many successes? One. Would but... you like to spend a point of edge to re-roll yeah, your failures? Yeah, I'm going to do that. It's not my day. Two. Would you like to spend a plot point to also roll a glitch die? Um, no, I'll save that for another time. I will roll glitch, glitch die today, but... Not for this one. That's oh, fine. Just, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, um, 
She oh, she, she matches your negotiation. Fair point. So um, she isn't necessarily interested. She's like now the the kind of like thrill of the what they were doing previously, and the thrill of maybe getting to have a rather and tussle. Sure. Is now this is now just annoying yeah. to her, and she's like, oh, lads, let's not. If you can find us another room, then I guess we can move. Whatever. I'll come to but you're getting none of the drugs. The drugs are ours. You may keep them. I have no interest in your paraphernalia. Papaya, can you refrain from injuring these people further while I find I them another room? He's sobbing now. The, blonde, the, the bald guy is actively sobbing. <laughs> is Johnny still frozen in place? Um, he's now just kind of like just so done. He is so done. Johnny, um, why don't you have yourself a seat? Take one of these cushions. He um, he wanders over For to the kind of like bed and is all kind of like that pillow's gross. That pillow's gross. That pillow, if he flips it around, that's fine. He gingerly sits on that and is kind of very primly sitting on it, being like, "I've never been in a place like." He's looking around like, "Oh, this is really interesting and really exciting, but actually kind of scary, but really exciting." <laughs> <laughs> but then looks back at you and is like, "I'm not excited. This is boring. Everybody's boring. I don't know why anybody would be excited in a place like this." Like, uh uh, whatever. Uh. Um, so, uh, Raz flips up the, uh, little headset. He's still got it on, but mm-hmm. he's, he's switched the visor up for now. Uh, and he is going to make his way down the corridor back towards the woman who had the, uh, black dress. I oh, the, the leather dress in the ice chamber. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's going to go down there because she is the first and only staff member and she seems to be doing the guiding of people when you get into the building. Okay. So maybe she knows a bit more about the area. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than just trying to find a room, he's going to go ask somebody because otherwise the same thing's going to happen and then they're going to... Okay. Um, as you wander out of the room, um, the, the camera refocuses onto Papaya. Thank you for listening to The Talent Agency. One of our runners on this mission, Ray, runs his own actual play podcast, Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn. That's Tales spelt T-A-I-L-S and dragons without an apostrophe. Run in Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, Tales focuses on a world where the majority of the population is monstrous, with boring old humans in the minority. If you like your Dungeons & Dragons with lots of custom lore and a number of female players, give Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn a listen. As always, we value your feedback. Supporting the show by giving us a review on iTunes would be wonderful of you. I'll read out reviews on air, and five-star reviews with a world-building or mission suggestion may find themselves woven into a future episode. Now back to the show. Um, it seems that the situation's de-escalated, whether you feel good about that or not. She's tolerating it. She's very annoyed there because her claws have now been messed up and she did only just manicure them. Mm-hmm. So she's felt something like... Uh, uh, uh. They're ruined after just one scratch. Oh, they're not ruined, but it's never quite the same as soon as the tiniest chip happens in your manicure, is it? Uh, no. Fair, fair, fair. Okay, what do you feel like doing? Uh, so, correctly then, those people have cleared out of this room. They, uh, they've watched Rez leave and are willing to move on if, as long as there's another room that they could be put in. But she's just glaring at them. <laughs> do you really need to be here? Do you not want to be going ever? When that, she's sort of milling about for now and she turns to Johnny's like, 
what are you? Because he's bouncing. Yeah. He's, he's sort of bouncing. He's just like, ah, I'm like, ah, I'm like, ah. And then looks at you and immediately rigidifies again. It's like, no, this is boring. This is dumb. Why are you here? Uh, what do you want? Oh my God, have you literally ever been to a club before? It's not really in the contract, in it? And she's like, I'd be surprised. like, God, kind of warm up to her a bit. Because she knows what it's like to mm. be held down by a contract. And she's sort of chums up to it. It's like, why don't you tell me about how you started? I think she's not going Grandma Papaya. <laughs> Yorkshire Papaya. Yeah, Yorkshire Papaya. <laughs> yeah, he, he's caught off guard and then kind of like flushes a bit. And kind of looks down and is like, well, you know, uh, I put out just, you know, there was, you know, uh, uh, like, Aztlan's got talent. Yes. The, uh, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, it's it's what we've got. With but a it's dancing like, dog with it, one it's, leg. It's like Aztlan's technology has, as a company, basically got their own city-state called Aztlan. Uh, that is like the north part of South America and Mexico and a little bit of the south part of the US. And it's, it's well kept, pretty much, but it's, uh, it, they, they are very, uh, culture intensive. It's company culture in a very, very nebulous, all encompassing sense. And it seems that they've got their equivalent of the Got Talent style show. And he's like, I was on that. I mean, I wasn't doing super well in getting on the kind of like local ones, so I saved up all my money and took a trip, and I was kind of like, ah, I should do something like old school, so I did a bit of research, and I found this, like, this this really iconic band named Boyzone, and I just really loved their sound, so I decided to do a bit of that, and it turned out it's the kind of sound that people don't normally hear, so they were like super into it, and then I got scouted, and then I was on tours, and I was popping bottles, and it was great, and then they did a little bit, of, they, they went through some image training, and I watched a lot of videos of this kind of like old dude called uh, Justin Bieber, he had like a whole bunch of video seminars that I watched. They're a bit old school, but, you know, they were useful information. And then it's just, like, you know... And he's making lots of up-and-down gestures as his own body, kind of fanning his mesh T-shirt as he does it. <laughs> this is just the person I am, like, now, you know? It's good. Or, like, you know, and he catches himself talking about himself. It's, you know, it's whatever, I just did some stuff, and I'm just really good, so they, like, sign me and pay me lots of money and stuff, you know, whatever. The was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this man. Boyzone. Boyzone! You've heard of Boyzone? <laughs> yeah. It's the year 2037. You <laughs> might not have heard of Boyzone. <laughs> you've heard of Boyzone. In the same way that you've heard of like Bruce Springsteen. It's like yeah. this person your grandparents' grandparents listen to. <laughs> like, what a thing. It's like, what? They were like, you know, an iconic sound or whatever. Like, well, I don't know if you would have heard of Boyzone. Are you like revealing your age? Uh, no. Leering. My grand, 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 grandparents once went to a boy's own concert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also looked around to these people still, and they were just like, can you stop sobbing, please? Oh my god, I didn't even hurt you. Like, um, so one of them has like brought out like a little first aid kit and is like dabbing at the guy's face with iodine. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> 
Uh, um, just, just kind of like they're now kind of ignoring you. Um, whatever drugs that they were using clearly have such an attack decay rate that they've already sobered and they're sorting this out and they're very eager to get back to it. Uh, I love that people in the death trap community carry med kits with them because <laughs> it's a guaranteed it's me. Safe. Yeah. You know, they, they, they like to play hard, but also they need to show up for their wedge slave job the next sure. day. Yeah. And if they're in a shape, it's not going to do well on the performance reports. So, you know. I'm also going to go out my comms as well and check up on Data to see how she's doing. Mm-hmm. Have you got those rings yet? Fuck you, Johnny Taser! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what have you done, Data? <laughs> you see me at the bar with two thumbs up. It's going to be fine, darling. Yeah. This now seems to have split into two groups. There is, like, the pro-Johnny Taser and the anti-Johnny Taser. <laughs> it seems that these guys are really they're willing to, like, divide their ideology over really specific pointless things. Like, broadly, they agree on a lot. So it's the tiny things that they're willing to have really petty arguments about. About to form a wall of death. Just charge at each other. So, uh, at this point, most of the people in the, the, that were queuing up for drinks have now wanted to pick a side, and there's, like, a, the the kind of, like, local um, social networking for London, which I have not decided to give a name for. What's the London social network called? It can be dumb. It's fine. Now LDNG. <laughs> yeah. Now LDNG. But but LDNG. There we go. Perfect. Uh, yeah. You get a plot point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, there's there's been like a, a geolocated poll who's like um, pro Johnny Taser and anti Johnny Taser. <laughs> They're roughly fifty fifty. Like anti Johnny Taser is pushing a couple percent ahead. Um, but at this point, the bar space is largely cleared. Yeah. Johnny Taser's not even there anymore. <laughs> uh, in no, Johnny Taser has been taken off to like be like looked after. <laughs> uh, yeah, I go to that and then uh, excuse me, I'm looking for. Four bottles of the strongest shit you have. Um, the person behind the bar uh, who has uh, they've they've done a bit of gene splicing, so they have uh, they've got like feathers starting to yeah. kind of go on the side of their face yeah. in very kind of like cocktail vibrant colours with elaborate eye makeup to match. They kind of like rove their eye over the bottle library in the back. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, I do have some stuff with some nanites in, which is incredibly illegal, but oh god, those little boys get you turned! That sounds perfect. How much is it? Um, it is... Oh god, for three? There's four of us. Four. Four ball. You just hear over your ears, count me out. Uh, I think we have only three balls in, but collectively that'll set you back about 2k new yen. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Right. Can, we, can I spend two uh, plot points to do a flashback that all that time I was on the moped and not involved in the exposition, I was attempting to hack into the Cadence Bank guy's accounts, so I have his money to spend. Uh, we flash back and then you can yeah, go make a hacking roll. roll. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. I won't fail it. Which is against his um, security on his pad, so that might be a little higher. Uh, uh, also, I'm going to spend a plot point to say that you roll a glitch die. One, two, three successes, and the glitch was a four. I also have uh, three successes, so it matches. You beat against this for a while. It takes most of the journey, and you are um, pretty sure. You managed to get in and uh, siphon off about 1k before the ice caught up with you, and they are... 
it wasn't clean. Like he's, he's yeah. pretty easy. like the moment that he left the the uh, dropped you off and is like stopped paying attention to his immediate surroundings. Checks his phone and is like, "What the?" F-? And then so yeah, uh, you have one k in someone else's money. I I I'm sure I have at least a k to spend. On yeah, you you you've been paid for your last yeah. gig, so, so you you can spend an additional k of your own money. One more bottle. Uh, I don't care how cheap it is, as long as it's highly flammable. Well, you know, we've got like literal more of cocktails if you want that. Yes, that'd be amazing. All right. Well, that will be um. That's kind of off menu, so gonna have to you know off me something like not not cash because I have to process cash. But hmm. And um, yeah, I'll rifle through my bag and I will find. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll pull out one of the sort of the makeup utility things I normally use. Uh huh. I will be taking a plot point for that. Yep. What's the thing that you've pulled out? It's going to be like a short-range EMP, but it's disguised like a compact. Mm-hmm. And um, I just use it on a few of the devices behind the bar to show like she can knock things out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you hit the top of it, and the hollow on the uh, cash register like gotches out and shorts and then reboots itself. And they're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Just pockets that. Yeah. And then leans under the, the, and you can hear some kind of like you hear some bottles rattling and some some glugging noises, and it puts bottle on the table and be like, "Don't sniff it." Okay. <laughs> I pocket that. I got the other three bottles, and then I'll go and rejoin these two. You make your way uh, back up to the uh, overhanging areas. Um, shall we pass the narration on? Oh yes, of course. Okay, Raz. Normally narrations happen consecutively rather sure. than concurrently, but um, since we're still waiting for, for stuff to happen, yeah. um, you've reached the, the uh, uh, woman in the leather dress. Mm-hmm. So he approaches her and puts on his most charming smile. He brings the uh, jacket in close mm-hmm. to better display his, his bodily shape. Uh, and Which is... He's he's not particularly um, built, but he's kind of actually he's hoping she goes for the skinny types. Uh-huh. So he's like a little skinny dwarf at this point, and he's he's got. So I've never described him at this point. He's perfectly hairless. He mm. keeps everything shaved completely. Has a very narrow featured face, and uh, he keeps his beard uh, shaved as well. So mm. he's perfectly clean shaven all over. Um, and as I say, he's mostly kind of trimly dressed. I suppose the leather jacket here would fit in mm. more than perhaps something a bit flashier. And he walks up to her with the biggest smile and says, Hi, I came in, uh, we're on the guest list, and we have a reserved room, I believe. Uh, there's been a bit of a mix-up upstairs. Do you have any free rooms or potentially, if you could tell us the number that we were reserved for. The name is Johnny Antlia. Uh, okay, so she is like, oh, cool, I can I can go find that for you. And she pulls up the list, and it's kind of like, yes, there has been a room booked for Johnny Adlia, but, and then pop point, somebody outbid on the room, like, they paid double for, for all the rooms, random assholes, I guess they just figured they could, I mean, to be honest, our rooms don't go for much, so, nice. you know, to kind of keep the place running, I, well, running beyond what we're running, and she gestures upwards, um, beyond our general operation costs, we keep this place running by kind of like, you know, booking places of rooms, nice. and Johnny Adler booking was kind of a bit stingy, 
Like, don't they know what we what we do? They seem like, to die. what kind of stiff book that? Did you did you pay that Good much for? No, I I I had nothing to do with the booking itself. I'm I've been paid to be here. Anyway, Anthony was out there, it seems. So uh, whoever's in that room now, paid to be there. When exactly is the show starting? Oh, there is the uh, very brief uh, Vogue battle that happens as the warm up, and that should be in about five minutes, and right. then immediately after that. Okay, and uh, how long would the show last? Shall we say? Oh, fuck if I know. He goes. They go. He goes God, as long God, as he God, God helmet goes on as long as they want. Hmm. Right. I don't suppose there's anything. Has, has anybody else ordered a cheap room? That they've they themselves have not bid particularly highly for. That you'd be willing to evacuate. So there is it's a bit open plan and a bit tiny, but there's one that's currently in for about five hundred new yen. That'll do. That's perfectly fine. That's all I need. So much open. Mm. Would you take seven hundred? Right. I'm going to negotiate. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, you can pay anything over 500 and sure. you'll outbook the room. Yep. But also, if it's not that much higher... There's someone in the room already. I'm trying to get her to evacuate them as well, I assume. Well, uh, if you want that to happen, you should probably say. Sure. But, uh, I mean, more that if you don't book that much more, they might just buy the room back. Hmm. Fair. But by that point, it will be someone else's problem because we're staying in our room. Good point. Um, she's like, 700 is fine. I don't know how long that will last, but whatever. Excellent. Um, thank you very much. Uh, do just, I have... uh, she, What's the number? She holds out this kind of like comp. It's clearly been hacked together, but you can tell that there's a little offered reader on the end. Sure. And they're like, oh, it's room six. You're currently in like room three, is the nice one. Um, that you're currently in six is shooting one on the end. And that's fine. Uh, with with room number six, uh, mm. Raz does his absolute best to get back to the room that we're in. Yeah, they possible. just come in. Yeah, you're back get in. Uh, you're room. back in room three, and you have a room at room six, and the drinks in there are complimentary. So order whatever you want. Yeah, uh, they kind of now that they've patched up Mister Narwhal Chest, um, they 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 pet themselves up together and they make their way across. Um, you can kind of hear. Um, it's muffled because there's still glass there looking into the space below, but you can hear an announcement that the Vogue battle has begun. Uh, the House of Mirai versus the House of Gedon, like Vogue house music now pulsing. Johnny at this point has kind of worked out the general makeup of the room because this is this clubs are new, technology isn't new, and he's worked out the kind of general controls. And this big panel of glass kind of like slides into the ceiling, letting the full volume and also kind of air quality of the orchestra pit, quote-unquote, wave into the room as you see uh, two rival uh, two rival houses do battle on the catwalk. They are pretty damn impressive. Uh, they are, It's a two sets of five going, going kind of head-to-head one at a time, doing battle, but also not quite making contact but oh my god if they wanted to they would absolutely draw blood <clears throat> how does papaya feel papaya is now silently seething because she recognized some of these from her days in modeling oh do you now yes i will take a plot point if you do <laughs> she's 
suddenly she's got up now uh-huh. and she's changing her outfit quickly as she goes out and she's heading for the stage. She's... She has ran out of the room mm-hmm. and then launched herself onto the stage into the spotlight. Is now voguing down herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> both sides? <laughs> just, okay, just, oh my god. Uh, go and give me a uh, charisma plus agility roll for your like vogue skills yes uh and just before you make that roll um as you storm out of the place what is uh data vontes and rasmataz doing uh i'm going to be presenting the bottle of the nanite um booze to um johnny mm-hmm. um i'll pardon and myself and myself this has nanite in and is so very illegal <laughs> he is like shocked being like is this okay? And then, like, every single, like, when you're in high school and they go watch you, they make you watch, like, the Don't Do Drugs, like, peer pressure video. He's like, but then the kids will think I'm cool and just kind of slams this booze back. And... What's that? Uh, oh. He's like... <laughs> and just falls backwards onto the bed and is just laughing raucously. Hi, Raz. What's Raz doing while uh, Papaya is, like, clambering onto the stage? He was about to say to Johnny that this would be worth watching, but now he's like... At the moment, he's just going to turn around and stand by the door and keep watch out in the corridor to see... Just just keeping an eye out in case there's any kind of rousing coming from the people that were previous in the room. You do kind of hear down the, the, the corridor the sounds of shouting and a uh, bottle smashing. We cut to the main orchestra pit runway. <laughs> Ooh, four successes. I'm also going to spend a plot point to say that you also roll a glitch die. <laughs> So three, nothing on the glitch die. Yeah, uh, so tell me about your voguing adventure. She is voguing every, every pose, her outfit is changing, mm-hmm. and she's dropping down from, and the, the two people are sort of leaning backwards slightly at this new interloper mm-hmm. on the stage. She's just dropping. Her drones have now come out in formation. <laughs> there are lights flashing behind her as they occasionally drop down one of her emblems. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of, and then this confetti falling down past <laughs> her. <laughs> Oh my god, she's causing a scene! <laughs> yeah, uh, the audience is into it? Yes, they the are. The audience is into it, neither house are into it. <laughs> We've already established the audience recognises her as well. So. Yeah, the, the, the audience... The papaya! Papaya! Yeah! Papaya! 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 Oh my god, I don't really know what the, the people in the or the the okay, so uh one one of the two houses, the house of Mirai are okay. They are there they are they are starting to be kind of like you're doing a good job. Yeah. So they're kinda of like, okay, uh, we normally don't kick people on stage. They normally have the respect to wait their turn, but okay, they're they're alright. Um House of Gedon are pissed as fuck. <laughs> And they um, start to uh, kind of like, they, they, they've they backed off and have started to now menace their way down the corridor, uh, kind of like uh, the sharks and the jets. West Side Story. <laughs> Just like snapping their fingers menacingly as they as they make their way towards you. The um, lights, um, the big kind of like large trid spade is why you were flashing on and off. And as it flashes, it flashes the talent agency. We will be right back. 
been listening to The Talent Agents, mission four, part two, past that Dutch. On this mission, you've been listening to Scotia as Data Von Tate, Alicia as Papaya, Ray as Rasmataz, and Nathan as your game master. The theme music is Ammonia Clouds by Black Banshee. Sound effects are provided by freesound.org. Tune in next time for the underground punk performance you wish we were in.